you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at laist.com sweeps. From LAist Studios, this is Off Ramp. I'm John Raby. Hope you're doing well. Thank you for joining us. Today I'm digging into the Off Ramp archive to pay tribute to a man named Jules Bass, who was part of our childhood. Bass died Tuesday at the age of 87, and with his partner, Arthur Rankin, produced some of the most beloved children's Christmas TV specials. The Little Drummer Boy, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, and one more that maybe isn't really a Christmas special at all. As off-ramp commentator R.H. Green explained. Stop in the name of the law! You brats are under arrest! I used to feel slightly sorry for my Jewish friends at Christmas time, and not just during the slightly sad Christmas dinners we sometimes shared down in Chinatown. What got to me more was the sense of encirclement I was sure they felt, as White Christmas, Silent Night, Adeste Fidelis, and all the usual suspects erupted from every speaker in America, while Rudolph, Charlie Brown, and the Grinch invaded every TV screen. I was raised a Catholic, and all that makes me feel encircled sometimes, too. Rudolph, I think you're cute. On TV, there was virtually nothing Hanukkah-related to compare to the annual Christmas hits. And when I thought about Jewish families, and especially their kids, this seemed like a serious lack. Because TV, it's still our communal hearth this time of year, and the essence of community is inclusion. Well, despair not, children of Abraham, because I'm here to share an epiphany I had maybe 15 years ago when I watched the big holiday specials with similar thoughts in mind. It turns out Hanukkah has its own annual TV celebration, a richly beloved program that's a cultural institution and easily the coolest holiday show of all because it's gently subversive and it hides in plain sight. You better watch out. Ladies and merry gentlemen, I give you Arthur Rankin and Jules Bass 1970 masterwork, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, an origin myth for Santa that's almost as Jewish thematically as the annual Chabad telethon. To begin with, the villains. They're Nazis, okay? They wear Kaiser Wilhelm Pickelhaub helmets, and their leader is called Burgermeister Meisterburger. Check the accent. A toy? As I suspected, I hate toys. And toys hate me. Either they are going or I am going. And I am certainly not going, Grinsley. The scariest moments in the special are when the Burgermeister's minions gather up Santa's first toys just after they're delivered and then burn them in front of the children they were meant for, the way the Nazis burned books at Wurtburg. Children of Sombertown, you will never, never play again! By this point in the film, here's what we know about Santa. He's a foundling who was delivered to his destiny on a winter wind the way Moses was carried by the Nile in the bulrushes. Oh, the sleigh! It broke away! Oh my goodness! Where are you, baby claws? Oh, do come back! The elves who raised Santa are governed by a matriarch, Tanta Kringle, the Yiddish word for aunt, indicating Santa, he's a Jew. He shall live with us and sleep with us and drink warm cocoa with us. What will we call him, Tante Kringle? His license says Claws. And he's increasingly a freedom fighter, bringing toys to the children despite the Burgermeister's fascistic anti-toy decrees. Don't arrest those children. It was my fault. 
I gave them the toys. You? How dare you? Important to note, the Burgermeister is one of the few villains ever created by teleplay writer Romeo Mueller, who isn't redeemed in some way. Mueller wrote the script for the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer special, too. And you probably remember what a softy the abominable snowman turned out to be. Didn't I ever tell you about Bumbles? Bumbles bounce! <laughs> but even cartoon Nazis couldn't be forgiven so easily. So it's only when time marches on and history rounds a few more bends that the Burgermeister is forgotten. But when did they stop calling him an outlaw? Well, as time went by, that changed. You see, the Meisterburgers, they kind of died off and fell out of power. And by and by, the good people realized how silly the Meisterburger laws were. Well, everybody had a wonderful laugh and then forgot all about them. <laughs> and Santa and his ragged band? Why, they leave the land of their sorrows and trials, making what can only be called an exodus across trackless wastes to found their own promised land. But there was no rest for our little group of outcasts. Soon they were forced up beyond the reaches of civilization, up far past the most northern city, past where even most animals live, up to the North Pole. This is it, people. Oh, yes, this is it. We'll build ourselves a nice house. <laughs> Heck, oh, while we're at it, we'll build ourselves a castle <laughs> and the best toy factory in the world. Call it Santa's Village or call it Israel. What I call it is an ingenious exploration of one religious community's core foundation myths using the syntax of another's. Toys! Real toys! Why, sure! Compliments of the Kringles! It makes Santa Claus's Come Into Town a rich, cross-cultural experience if you know where to look. Kind of like a good Christmas dinner in Chinatown. He's very good, isn't he? Uh-huh, you bet. Is that why he's called Santa Claus? That's why, honey. That's why. For Off Ramp, I'm R.H. Green. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'll tell you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. That's it for this edition of Off Ramp. For Elias Studios, I'm John Raby. Santa Claus is coming to town He sees you when you're sleeping He knows when you're awake He knows if you've been bad or good So be good for goodness sake Oh, you better watch out You better not cry You better not pout I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town The tunnel and cool Elephants, boats, and kid cars too Santa Claus is coming to town This program is made possible in part by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people.